Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Mack Hike and Flowood. If you're in the market right now for a pre-owned or new SUV or truck, Mack Hike and Flowood. That web address. I just said web address. MackHikeFlowood.com. Oh, my goodness gracious. MackHikeFlowood.com for your next Ram truck. Pre-owned or new SUV or truck and then take it down to Rick's Pro Truck in Flowood. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, and our guests join us on the Patron Añejo Tequila Guest Line, 100% Blue Agave, Agave, super premium tequila. And you're listening Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, and we welcome in Cody Nagel with uh, Oklahoma State, Go Pokes, 247 Sports, and Cody, what a wild week last week. Ole Miss lands Spencer Sanders. They're all fired up. Uh well, they they now have three, you know, qualified quality quarterbacks, two that have played a lot of ball. Um Spencer Sanders played for four years at Oklahoma State and was very successful. How would you describe his tenure at OK State? Yeah, I think, you know, he's he's obviously one of the, you know, best quarterbacks they've had in program history. Um, just when you look at the, the record books and kind of where he ranks on, you know, all those, all those stats. Um, you know, I think he's the, the second winningest quarterback in program history. Um, I think if he actually would have finished out the season um, healthy, um, you know, maybe they would have won a couple more games and he probably would have um, at least matched uh, Mason Rudolph's mark and, and maybe even passed it. So yeah, definitely, you know, one of the most successful quarterbacks in program history and um, you know, just, the, the one thing that always stands out to me that, you know, everyone always asks about, um, you know, is his competitiveness. Um, I don't think there was, you know, you can make the argument there wasn't anybody on the team that was as competitive as Spencer Sanders. Um, you know, he, he took every game that every game seriously, you know, even some of the non-conference games, you know, he, 
he would come out there, you know, wanting to, to put up big numbers and everything like that. So, yeah, just his competitiveness stands out. And, you know, Ole Miss is definitely getting, you know, a good experienced quarterback for sure. All right. So, uh, very productive. What happened at the end? Shoulder surgery? I mean, not surgery. Shoulder injury that he was fighting through, Cody? Yeah, I, I believe that's what it was. It, it started, um, I believe, back in probably week five or so, um, early October, I think. It was Texas Tech that I believe he got hurt. Um, and and there was actually some questions as if he was going to play the next week at TCU. Um, ended up going out starting, um, and then TCU came back from you know 27 down or something like that. Um, but then as the season wore on, you could tell you know his his shoulder just it wasn't right. Um, you know he he was. You know, as the as games would go on, you could tell his his strength would wear down, and some of those deeper mid mid level throws would would kind of land short. Um, so yeah, I think that that's what it was ultimately that kind of led to him, um, you know, kind of not really playing much those those last four games. Okay, uh, so Oklahoma State. I mean, are the fans devastated that he left? Um, it, it depends on who you ask. You know, he's he spent five years here. You know, he had that redshirt year in, um, I believe it was 2018 or so. Um, so, you know, he he'd spent five years here. He'd done his time here. I think it was more kind of how he left that maybe upset some people. Um, you know, there was some, some talks that, you know, he was he was actually planning to return. And then, you know, the, the portal opened up and um, he, he entered his name right away that, that first day. Um, and then there was some controversy with him that he actually – tried to come back um you know he hadn't hadn't landed anywhere yet but tried to come back about halfway through bowl prep um and wanted to play in the bowl game and um it sounds like you know the, the coaches basically you know said no at this point we're we're moving on um and, and kind of split ways at that point so there's some some kind of mixed feelings with with that but you know i think overall i think most fans are are you know once everything kind of settles down you know you ask fans in a couple years I think everyone will be pretty appreciative of, of what he did for the program. Oklahoma State insider Cody Nagel on the Out of Bounds show in the Patron Añejo Tequila guest line. So uh, what, did, what does he do better? Uh, did he throw it or run it better? Um, I think I think he throws it better when he's got protection. That was one thing that, that Oklahoma State always kind of struggled with these past few years was consistent offensive line protection. Um, you know, Obviously, he can he can get out of the pocket and make plays with his legs, um, but I think when he's got a consistent you know pass protection up in in front of him, um, I think he actually is a, a pretty good passer. Um, a lot of his mistakes though and, and interceptions came with you know pressure in his face, um, and, and then he would kind of force some mistakes and stuff like that. But you know I think back to the, the Big Twelve title game last year when he had I believe it was four interceptions in the game, you know. Most of those were, you know, he had a Baylor defender basically right in his face and was kind of just trying to get rid of the ball. Um, you know, he probably should have taken a sack and and not had the turnover. But, you know, I think when he's got protection in front of him, I think he actually is a is a pretty decent passer. Okay, he ran a lot though, right? Over a hundred carries a year when he was playing. Yeah, and and that was part of the the offense too. Is you know there was a lot of design runs for him too, which you know I'm I'm sure. You know him being a dual threat quarterback that that'll fit well with with Ole Miss and you know what Lane Kiffin can do with him. But yeah, I think you know it, he's a pretty balanced quarterback as far as dual threat. But you know I think people kind of underappreciate his his passing numbers just because of you know when you look at the interceptions and stuff like that. But 
you know, I think if if he can get you know consistent pass protection in front of him, I think those those numbers will be you know more consistently in the in the high two hundreds, you know maybe three hundred yards per game average. Dang. Um, so he's not guaranteed to beat out Jackson Dart, who had a heck of a year for Ole Miss. Are you surprised he chose Ole Miss, and are are you surprised that he didn't have more teams coveting him? Yeah, to, to be honest, when I saw that, you know, obviously I knew Jackson Dart was there, and then I saw that they had gotten um, Walker Howard. I I assumed he was going to Auburn because I knew they were in the mix as well. Um, so then when when that announcement came, whatever day it was last week that he was going to Ole Miss, I I was kind of surprised. I thought, okay, is there is there something else here that that we're not reading into? Is is Jackson Dart you know not coming back? Was or I mean I didn't know what what the story was there, but I mean yeah, to have to have three quarterbacks in the room there. Um, you know, he, he's not afraid of competition. Um, he, he's going to go out there and, and compete for that starting job. And um, I think, you know, he asked me if, if I'm surprised there wasn't, you know, more teams coming after him. Um, I think a, a little bit. You know, I think that, I think he was surprised um, just for, you know, I think he thought the market would be be, be better for him. Um, and like you said, there, there really wasn't a whole lot of teams that, you know, at least that we know about that really expressed interest in him. I mean, I believe it was Ole Miss, Auburn, and uh, maybe one or two others. So, yeah, there, there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, of, of value for him really on, on the transfer market. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That's strange. Cody Nagel, Oklahoma State insider, talking Spencer Sanders, who left Oklahoma State and joins the Ole Miss football team. Um, talk about his personality. What's he like? Yeah, he, he's kind of different. You know, he's he's reserved, um, kind of quiet. You know, anytime we'd have him for you know media availability and stuff, he you could tell he he didn't really want to be there and didn't really want to talk. Um, you know, he really couldn't wait to get out of the room and and go you know, go hang out with his teammates or, you know, go back to his apartment or, or whatever. But, um, you know, just from being around him, he's, he's kind of quiet and reserved. 
Um, but obviously once he gets, once he gets on the field, that's, it's, you know, a different personality and he's, you know, pretty, pretty vocal. Um, that was something that definitely changed, you know, the more experienced he, he became and, you know, the more years he spent in the program, um, you know, he became more of a, a vocal leader. I remember his, his first couple of years starting, you know, he, he really wasn't that, you know, kind of vocal leader. There was some other, you know, experienced guys in the offense that kind of took that role. So, you know, as he became older, that was kind of, you know, his, his role on the team. Um, you know, one thing that, that stands out that I, that I know about him, he's uh, an avid fisherman. Um, I, I think when he's not probably practicing or watching film, he's fishing somewhere, what, wherever that is. Um, I don't know where his, his secret spots were here around, around Stillwater, but I'm sure he'll find, uh, find plenty of spots in, in Mississippi. Uh, would you say he's, he's fast would you say he's just super athletic? Is he explosive when he's running the football? How, how would you describe that? Um, he, he's got good speed, but I think just his his kind of shiftiness and he can. It's it's hard to describe honestly, but the way he can make somebody miss, um, it's kind of like he puts somebody on on roller skates. To be honest, um, you know, a lot of his scrambles, um, you know, he'd get downfield and he'd be. You know, even making making some safeties and, and quarterbacks miss that probably are are even just as just as athletic as he is. So, um, yeah, he's he's got some speed. You know, he I wouldn't say necessarily breakaway speed that he's gonna you know beat out every defensive back that's that's out there. But you know, he can he can get to the those third levels and everything. Um, but yeah, just his shiftiness and um, just just the natural playmaking ability. To be honest, that sometimes you you really can't even describe. Cody Nagel, uh, Oklahoma State Insider, Go Pokes, 247 Sports. He joins us on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, uh, talking Spencer Sanders to Ole Miss. Uh, so if he doesn't win the battle in the spring, what do you think he would do? I guess he's got an option to to bounce and land somewhere else because of a, a grad transfer. Is that right? What, what do you know about that? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how that works. To be honest, um, I, I guess my understanding was, you know, he's got, he's got one year of eligibility remaining. It's that that extra COVID year, um, so he basically just has has one shot. And, and maybe that's why it took so long for him to land somewhere. Is he, you know, really wanted to know, you know, or find some place that he felt he could win that starting job? And obviously, that's that's not guaranteed at Ole Miss. And you know, maybe that ended up being his really his only option. So. Yeah, I think that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, if something happens where he, you know, gets to Ole Miss and and it doesn't work out and he he doesn't win that starting job, I think he's I think he's kind of stuck there to be honest. Um, okay. So yeah, that that'll be interesting to to see. Where where where's the fan base with Mike Gundy? He's been there for twenty years. He's won a ton. Um, it's not necessarily a program that's won big prior to his arrival. He had a couple of bright moments, but. But Mike Gundy's done an amazing job. Now, he kind of does and says whatever he wants, whenever he wants. I don't think he probably really answers to anybody. Is he doing enough uh, to where people are still excited about him? Or like what happens in so many places, has coach fatigue set in? Cody? Um, yeah, I think I think he's learning that he needs to, needs to adapt to, to modern college football. Um, you know, he was kind of... I don't want to say against the transfer portal because they they had brought in transfers that, you know, actually panned out and really helped them to, you know, give to the, the Big 12 title game a couple of years ago. But, you know, I don't think he, 
he saw what the transfer portal was going to become as far as, you know, teams having, you know, kind of a, a mass exodus and then having to, you know, bring in, um, you know, more than a, a dozen guys out of the portal. You know, they lost 16 scholarship players this um, this past, you know, window or whatever, and they added, um, I believe they're at 13 um, guys that they picked up out of the portal. So, wow. you know, I, I don't think he necessarily thought that would be the case as far as, you know, how recruiting would go. And, you know, obviously, you know, maybe next year they, they don't lose as many and then you don't have to, you know, go to the portal that much. But, you know, I don't think he, you know, he kind of predicted, I believe it was back in October or November, that he thought the portal would, would slow down this year and that it wouldn't be as, as big as it had been a couple in the past, you know, two years or whatever. And here we are, you know, numbers are just as high, if not more, than what they were um, last year and the year before that. So, you know, I think he's he's learning to that he needs to adapt to modern college, college football. Um, you know, the the whole NIL stuff is involved in that too. Um, you know, he kind of kind of stayed away from that. Um, you know, as it was starting up, uh, and you know, maybe he kind of thought that there'd be more, I guess, you know, rules, guidelines, or whatever, and you know, a salary cap type thing that you know I don't think we're necessarily going to get for a, a couple years until there's control over over college football. So. You know, I think he's learning that he needs to to adapt if he's going to be as successful as he's been in past years. Have y'all raised a lot of money in IL Oklahoma State? Yeah, so they've got a they've got a collective, and I think they just announced um, that whatever they've collected in the past however many months or whatever, uh, I believe it was like three million something or whatever. So, and and I have no idea what that compares to to other places, but. Um, you know, there was reports that that Sanders was making, uh, Spencer Sanders was making probably close to four hundred thousand um, for NIL here. I have no idea if that's that's completely accurate or whatnot. That's just the the reports that I had seen. Um, so you know, I don't know what he's what he could make at, at Ole Miss, and you know, obviously if he doesn't win the starting job, that number is probably not going to be that high either. So yeah, it's the the whole NIL stuff is is kind of a, a crazy um, kind of factor towards college football that I don't think really people really understand you know and obviously with with Mike Gundy he's kind of kind of learning on the fly as well how upset Cody Nagel Oklahoma State insider go pokes 247 sports how upset or not upset are Oklahoma State fans over Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC um I think I think they want to say that they're happy they're gone um, but I think once they realize the, the revenue loss, I think maybe they'll, you know, be like, okay, maybe we should have, you know, found a way to follow them or kept them around. Um, you know, obviously Oklahoma, Oklahoma state uh, hasn't had a whole lot of success in, in football and against Oklahoma and the, in the bedlam rivalry. So, you know, not having to worry about that game every year, um, maybe beneficial, but, you know, still, you know, win or lose, it's, it's a heated rivalry that, that the state, you know, everyone gets behind that. And, you know, that game's always a big deal, whether it's football, basketball, um, wrestling, you know, really any sport, to be honest. So, you know, I think, I think losing them will be big. Um, but I think fans are kind of excited for, for the new teams that are coming in and, you know, the, the new rivalries that'll be born in, in the new Big 12. And, you know, who knows how long that, that conference will, you know, kind of pan out. You know, I think, in my opinion, I think, you know, in 10, 15 years, um, there's there's going to be two kind of super conferences in, in college football. Um, so, you know, maybe they end up back with, with um, Oklahoma and, and Texas, you know, in, in the SEC too. 
you know, probably be called a different conference name at that point. But you know, I think, you know, eventually they're they're all going to end up in the same conference um, down the road. So, yeah, th- there's kind of split split emotions as far as you know people that you know think that they were kind of the stuck up leaders of the of the Big Twelve and you know, kind of happy to see them gone. But then there's the others that, that realize just the, the financial impact that they had on the conference. You know, obviously Texas brings in a lot of money um, and Oklahoma does too. So, yeah, I think it, it's pretty split, to be honest. What was the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State score this year? Oh, what was it? Um, I've got it pulled up here. I can check here for a Out minute. of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're visiting with Cody Nagel. Oklahoma State Insider, Go Pokes, 247 Sports, talking about uh, Spencer Sanders, a little bit of Mike Gundy mixed in, NIL, on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Yeah, it was it was 28-13. OU scored uh, 28 points in the first quarter and then didn't score anything the rest of the way. And um, Oklahoma State had their chances to come back and um, just couldn't get anything going offensively, yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, that was a game I thought y'all would, y'all would win or – I guess play a little bit better. Um, all right, Cody, we appreciate it. Uh, thanks for your time. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if Spencer Sanders can beat out Jackson Dart. Yeah, definitely for sure. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, man. Uh, Cody Nagel joined us on the Patron Tequila. Try Patron Añejo. Super premium. Aged uh, 12-plus months, super premium, 100% blue agave premium tequila, Patron Añejo tequila, Briarwood Wine and Spirits. Call for it at any of your wine and spirit stores and your favorite restaurant and or bar. Please drink responsibly. Good morning. Welcome in. We have had a heck of a show today. Uh, The 730 SEC Insider hit was all about uh, TV series and movies. And y'all weighed in and weighed in heavily as Blake and I went over, you know, kind of what what are you watching? What are we watching on Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Apple? That was a lot of fun. And then our number two, first and second segment, were all about stakes. Uh, the fact that Matt Leinart, Fox Sports, former Heisman Trophy winner, L.A. guy, kind of L.A. cool, goes with a medium-plus uh, temp on his stake, and then Booger McFarlane replied to Matt Leinart and said, and I go, well done, uh, which is unacceptable. And then that kind of stoked, Blake had already come in really, really salty, Blake. I call it Salty Sunday, Blake, but it was Salty Tuesday, Blake. It's weird for me to be on remote on Monday in Birmingham. Yeah, I know. And... uh so then he really, really got fired up because he doesn't like Booger McFarlane as an analyst, TV, whatever, but he also doesn't like his the temp that he calls for a stake. So, yeah, it was not surprising, though, that someone who's that awful also orders their stake awfully. Is there anybody else that you feel that strongly about on as far as sports? Uh, TV stu- people? Studio host, play-by-play. Color analyst, combination of the three. Oh, all right. The basketball analyst for SEC Network who played at Arkansas. Yeah. What's his name? He's got the goofy hair. Uh, he looks like he wanted to be Justin Timberlake when he came out with NC. Yes. He played guard for Arkansas. He's awful. I okay. hate that guy. His right. voice is terrible. 
Um, he's not good at his job. They don't really have a he's good an idiot. basketball lineup. Yeah, no. Um, he just says stupid things. Yeah, he's terrible. Okay. Um, but I don't ever watch anything he's on. I never turn him on. Um, but when he's on, Pat Brad, no, Pat Bradley. Pat Bradley is that I his think. name? Let me let me. Um, as soon as I, I, I said that, I was like, "Glass in my eyes." So yeah. I don't even have my glasses on. As soon as I said that, I was like, "I don't think that's right," but maybe it is. I don't know what. It um, is. he, Pat, he so, yeah, it's Pat Bradley. He every now and then does. I, I think color. he actually played under Nolan. He every now and then will do color commentary for games. I'll turn it off. I'm just not going to watch it. Um, he's absolute dog doo doo. Um, so him and Booker McFarland. I don't know who else. Okay. There's not a lot. I mean, Anybody at the national pro level. See, I like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I do too. I liked them in Fox. I actually liked Greg Olson this year. I thought he did a pretty good job. Greg Olson did a good job. Um, I I like Nance Collins, and Romo. I love Jim Nance. I said this in our fantasy chat Sunday. I was like, I could listen to Jim Nance. Like as soon as he starts talking, I'm like, it's football. That CBS yeah. music yeah. and Jim Nance. I just like it. That that's awesome. I don't know who. There's not Speaking a lot of, of other people that I just despise on TV, but they're okay. definitely two of them. Was Chris Collinsworth kind of in that? You know, I don't like. Gary I don't Danielson? hate him. Now Gary is the, See, the, I like the Gary. SEC loves to hate Gary. I loved Vern and Gary. Okay, I thought Vern and Gary were fantastic together. Yeah, does Gary Danielson absolutely like bow to the throne of Nick Saban in Alabama? Yes, one hundred percent. He did. Was he biased? Absolutely. But every other game he calls is saving. But it didn't matter to me. I mean, right. it was whatever. Like, I knew he was going to be biased. I thought Vern was great. Um, I don't know. There's not Vern, really. Vern was entertaining for sure. Yeah, there's not very many people that I would say I despise, but I Booger McFarland is the top of the list. Gotcha. For sure. Let me see how we're, how we're looking for this weekend. So, Fox will give you Olsen. Yep. And CBS is the late game with Romo and Nance. Yeah, which should be a fantastic Burkhart, AFC call. Right, Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson? Yeah. 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 All right, so 2 o'clock kick Sunday. 2 o'clock kick. 49ers-Eagles. And Bengals-Chiefs are 5.30. Yeah, I like kick. it. I like it. Boy, those are tight. Close lines. All right. As they should be. Mike Dettelier went with the Eagles and the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. Thanks for listening to the show. We had the great steak debate. It'll be on the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. The 730 SEC Insider hit was wild as we got into Entourage, uh, House of Cards, Sopranos, Cheers, and Game of Thrones and everything else. So that was a lot of fun, too. Thanks for listening to the Out of Bounds Show on ESPN 105.9 The Zone.